Hey, it's Seaver, and it is uh, another edition of Rockstar Interviews. And today, I've got blues titan Joe Bonamassa for a return uh, engagement. We spoke a couple of years ago. Now, the way these uh, interview sessions work often is they put rock stars in a room, and a handler just goes from radio station to radio station to radio station, and they give you 15, 10, 15 minutes to talk. Well, sometimes uh, guys will talk longer than they probably should, which is the case here. So I was left waiting a little bit for Joe Bonamassa, not too long. So that's kind of where the uh, conversation begins. How you doing? This is Joe Bonamassa calling. Joe! Sorry I'm late. But the, whole thing, the, whole, the whole press junket today is about 15 minutes behind because of one very chatty gentleman from, from Spokane. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. I've been waiting for you. Uh, we know each other. We talked a couple of years ago, and uh, and it's great That's to right. talk. Yeah, it's great to talk to you again. Um, uh, what's been happening? Uh, tell me everything. What's going on in your life the past two years? Well, we we went back to work, which was which is good. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we started touring uh, May of last year. We started doing. Um, we did about. We started with six shows. Um, it was. Uh, they were all like, you know, 25% capacity, half, half house, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. And then by summer of last year, by August, we, we went back full, full steam ahead. We haven't looked back since. Yeah, you, well, know, you, uh, you, you were preparing to reinvent live performing uh, for, uh, with the, the last conversation that we had. And uh, I think it might have been right, right around this time in 2020, you were, were you going to do the uh, famous uh, Ryman Auditorium in Nashville when it was empty. That turned out pretty great. Yeah, the cardboard cutouts were the stars, you know. <laughs> um, so much so that a friend of mine was doing, a, they were doing a live stream there a couple of days later, called me and said, hey, man, can we borrow your cardboard cutouts? I said, if you, if you, throw, if you throw them away, you can have them. <laughs> you just take so, care of them. Yeah, man. It was so weird because for while you were playing the tunes, it almost looked normal. It almost felt normal. With the real punch in the face came when the song would end, and it was just dead. <laughs> you know, you're like, the White Sox wow. did that, and they allowed their season ticket holders to send in a photograph of themselves, and they put their the, the cardboard cutout in their seat, and that was just the weirdest thing. I can only imagine what it was like after performing in front of a cardboard cutout, uh, a bunch of them, and then you know nothing. Yeah. I- like you know, like it almost felt like a you know an old comedy routine. It's like you know, I've performed some in front of some stiff audiences. Like yeah, it was, it was okay. You know, and the DVD came out good. Yeah, and um, and I I'm not gonna lie. If given the choice, to, if uh, let's let's pray that we're never in that situation again. Yeah, but given the choice, I would be like, nah, it's okay. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll sit this time. <laughs> So so now you're doing what you do best, and that's getting out and performing for an audience. You got a fall tour planned, which I see uh, you're beginning with uh, two of the Springfields that we have in the United States, including the one that's in Illinois. How very uh, Simpson-like of you. Yep. <laughs> you got two shows after that booked right here in Chicago, November 4th and 5th at the Chicago Theater. Uh that, tickets are on sale. Exciting. You got, I appreciate you coming to Chicago. All the good performers always book a Friday and a Saturday night. So thanks for that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's um, Chicago has been great. You know, we've, uh, we've, 
had some great adventures in the Chicago theater. So legend, such a legendary place to play as well. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's always nice to come play in, you know, Chicago. I mean, that's, you know, we're it's the, the, the adopted hometown of, of electric blues and I'm kind of a, a disciple of that, you know, I'm, exactly. Am I a blues guitar player? No, but, uh, but, but, Definitely, I have, you know, I'm pretty steeped in the blues and especially electric blues, which is, you know, that's what, you know, that's where Buddy Waters invented. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you go, do you get over to Buddy's place when you're, uh, you know, like after show to go over and sit in? Uh, do you ever do that? He, he's been, he asked last time I saw him, when are you going to do? I said, I, I promise you this time I'm going to come. So you got after, after the first, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see if he's there. All right. Yeah, so he's not there. He's there a lot. Yeah. And, I've walked into Buddy's, and he's been sitting at the end of the bar, just, you know, hanging out, holding court. So, yeah, he does hang out. Yeah, and, and I know I know his trick when you've got to buy Miss, you know, buy Buddy a, a drink. <laughs> yeah, I've I, done it. I, I've done it. I've got the inside scoop. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you got uh, the two shows here in Chicago. Uh, at the United Center, well, I'm sorry, at the Chicago Theater, what I was getting at is if you can sell out two Chicago Theater shows and maybe even three or more, why wouldn't you just play one big show at the United Center, which I know you could sell out as well? You know, because I like, I, like, I like the theaters. I, yeah, I really, I think the kind of music that I play really translates well to the theater setting. You know, it's like, it's the same thing. I used to open up for B.B. King and and Buddy Guy and 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 Peter France and in these great old theaters in America, and it always is a great fan experience. Like you know, we when we go over to Europe, we play arenas in a lot of our markets, and it's fun. But I I always come home going, you know, I, I miss having that theater experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss having that, you know, where I can I can feel the people out there. Yeah. It's not like look to the abyss. You yeah. know, and yeah. and. It's just the kind of music I play, I think, translates. You know, we're not blowing stuff up. We're not, right. you know, there's, there's no flying pig like uh, <laughs> Roger's pig. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you know what I mean? We're, 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 we're simpler production. They, they, they just want to see you play guitar and sing. Now, Joe, Joe Bonamassa, you, you, you have this image, uh, you know, the guy in the suit, the sunglasses right. on stage, which, you know, completely defies... Um, who you are right now, talking to me and the fans, you, you seem yeah. sort of unapproachable on stage, I guess is the word, but you're a genuinely nice guy. You're a good Joe, Joe. I, I thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I, that is a character. That that guy comes out at 8 o'clock, and he's put away by 10, 15. Okay. It. And it's, it, 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 it's, it's totally a character, and, it, and it, it's an extension of my personality, but it would just be... You know, because people meet me on the street, like, oh, I didn't recognize you about the suit and sunglasses. I go, don't you think it would just be really weird if on a random Wednesday, I'm, you know, walking around Chicago with no gig to play and I'm dressed in a, <laughs> you know, size 38 Hugo Boss with, with dark sunglasses? I mean, it just, <laughs> wouldn't you find it necessary to maybe want to call the cops or go and Hey, there's a weird guy like just looking like he's in that movie Men in Black. You know, like it would just be weird. By yeah, yeah, I guess it would, but it also allows you to kind of walk around anonymously when you're not like that, and you can just sort of blend in and uh, talk to to regular people in that way. I don't know. Maybe you do get recognized on the street wearing your, you know, uh, your regular 
Levi's and T-shirt or whatever. But um, I got a question: uh, How many guitars are typically racked stage uh, backstage for a, a show? How many how many guitars do you take on the road with you? We have now. Um, I think we have twelve. Uh, twelve. We bring twelve. Huh. All right, and, and that's just, enough, to, enough for for every. All the bases are covered, and there's spares and everything, and. And, you know, because we, like, with time clocks, we've got some weird tuning. So a couple of guitars are literally just for these specific songs. Your new you album, I mean? your new album, Time Clocks. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I've, been, I've been spending some time with it. Uh, big riffs and uh, some, uh, your, your solos are, are, are not, you know, completely explosive, but they're, they're compact. And uh, I guess they are explosive. What can I say? But uh, the, the, the video for... Uh, notches, which is on time clocks, is great. I see an older guy and his younger self. It was what was your mid twenties aesthetic, as the kids say? Did you have the long hair and the, you know, the? the I did. The, oh, you did. Oh, me yeah. too. I had I had the long hair. Awesome. And yeah, it's just really you know questionable wardrobe choices and <laughs> yeah. You're in your twenties, still finding yourself. Sure. I, I, I hear that. Now, uh, something else you said recently uh, hit home to me. Uh, you said you're not a crafted Internet person, and boy, it smacks me right in the face because social media, and, and I see it around here in radio, social media is almost, uh, the ho- it is the holy grail. Uh, how do you get around that? How do you, how do you work the Internet and social into your, uh, into your professional life? Well, there's some people that really feel that it's, that it's all it is is, um, you know, it, it, life is nothing but a series of Instagrammable moments. I tend not to look at it that way. You know, I, you know, it, social media is a good way to keep your fans engaged. Um, and they, they feel like they're, they're seeing a little glimpse into your life. And a lot, a lot of my social media posts, at least the ones that I, I do myself, it's just nothing but just guitar stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, so, you know, so it's, it's, it's stuff like that where, where I, I tend to run away from, not, not, uh, not walk, but run away from is there's a certain type of, especially in the guitar influencing business, you know, every, every time two guitar players are in a room that have followers on Instagram or whatever, cameras are out and everything is being filmed. Mm-hmm. So you can't. And then everything you say, like, I'm a loose cannon. I just say what comes to the top of my head. I'm, you know, I, I was media trained, but I, whatever. And, and, you know, and then everything is filmed. And then it's like some people chop up little sound bites and then they make them into these clickbait things. And then you're just like, it's like, I thought this was supposed to be fun. You yeah. know, it's not fun. Right. And, and I just find, I find that there's such a sinister side to it. You know, and and it just to me makes a very it makes it less than you know ideal. Right. Let's see what else. I think I think we need to talk about your old band, Black Country Communion. Uh, uh, you're still together. Are you going to record again? Yeah, we, we, we've been talking. I talked to Glenn the other day, and uh, we're going to start writing some stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I hear Black Country, uh, and it makes me think of uh, the region of Great Britain. The industrial, that's, yeah, and uh, and I know that yeah, the, uh, the the British is 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 kind of even more so maybe than the American influence on you is more pronounced. Oh, the British 
blues and rock is a huge influence on me. Yeah. Huge influence. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we're looking forward to having you back, and I don't want to keep you. I don't want to be that chatty guy in Spokane. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> but uh, I want to tell everybody about your live podcast, uh, live from Nerdville. If you're a guitar player or a guitar player uh, who loves, uh, you know, who wants to be a wannabe guitar player, make sure you check that out. Uh, and I want to congratulate you on being in the uh, Mickey Mouse Club Hall of Fame, Joe Bonamassa. Thanks. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the first Hall of Fames that, uh, um, and, it, and it's a hard clip to find. By the way, me oh. on the Mickey Mouse Club today, but but yeah, you'll you you'll that clip, you will see a, a kid who who basically goes, okay, the price of my dignity is a free trip for family of four from <laughs> Utica, New York, Orlando. Okay, that was the price of my dignity. Awesome, whatever, awesome. Yeah, that was thirty years ago, but come on, you know, but whatever we had to claim. On taxes, you know, as, as, a, as a, you know, as, oh, yeah. for that, that's that the price. Yeah, it was a working trip. A complete write off. Absolutely right. Yeah, nicely done. I appreciate you uh, bringing that up. And uh, I, I just want to say, everybody get your tickets for November 4th or 5th, Friday, Saturday night. Chicago Theater, the great Joe Bonamassa, Blues Titan. Uh, amazing to talk to you again, Joe. All the best on your fall yeah. tour. Thank you, sir. Great to talk to you.